Now, I remember last time I was there, they were selling, you know, the dude, the dude did a good job upselling and it was like, hey, everyone, a donation goes for goes for whatever cause. And it was like to do with kids. So me and my buddy just got trashed on this tequila every time we were just like, ah, for the children, for the children. <laughs> oh, buyback. Yeah, baby. Oh, man. The buyback podcast takes place in a bar. If you aren't old enough to be in the bar you're probably not old enough to be listening to the content in this podcast. For the rest of you degenerates, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let's get this party started. Uh, I, I had someone get fired for doing that once. Putting blood- no, Not well vodka. So this is what they did. Okay, here you go. You want to you wanna mess up bar memory? You ever work at a bar where, like, they're just severely understaffed. This is pre-locked, like severely, severely understaffed. And so every bar. We need a day shift. We need a day shift person. So they hire like the cook's girlfriend who's totally got experience. Uh, nothing like the health inspector being there while she reached into the ice bin with her bare hands, rubbed the ice like it was, you know, like, like washing their hands over the ice bin while it's dripping in. And I'm just like, what in the fuck? So I get a, I get a phone call and it's like, hey, can you come in early? Because uh, we have to send her home. And now we got to sanitize the ice bin. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I used to work with a girl who would reach into the ice bin and she would pick up ice cubes throughout the whole day and just eat them. But like they're handed, just picking out ice cubes, pick up a couple, throw a couple back in. She's not there. Anymore. <laughs> uh, she sucked on them, throw them there. I don't work with her anymore. <laughs> I think I think my biggest coworker pet peeve if I see you scoop scoop ice with a glass, I me and Marty McFly are going back to the future and stopping your mom. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is just that's a number I one bar that, rule out there. Like, folks, if you see your bartender scooping with a glass, it's one not cool, two dangerous. There could be shards of glass on that glass. Now in the yeah. ice, you can't see it. Like yeah. bartending rule one hundred and one, but people do it that's all the like, time. Oh, I had somebody one day he was rolling it in the ice and i'm like what are you doing he's like well if you bring the temperature down then it won't shatter and i'm like literally you can shatter it by dropping the temperature dummy yeah i'm like i'm like what is wrong with you yeah and it could have the tiniest little shard of glass now that you can't see because of the ice yeah do you want to explain what happens when glass ends up in the uh the ice the ice bin because I think John and I have both been there for, for such events. It's the worst. Do you guys kill it with the grenadine? No, what? No. So we had a bartender kill it with grenadine once. So this was a high volume bar, multiple wells, and you're never in the same well. You know, you could just be moving around, grabbing and going. I'd never seen this. He poured grenadine in it to signify dead ice. Don't use it. Because even if they don't hear you scream, you know, glass in the ice, when they see that, they know it's dead ice. He's working with someone I hold near and dear who goes, wait, what is it for? Oh, I get it. So you put the grenadine in there and it's red and then you can see the glass and find it. And I'm just like, she didn't say that. And he's like, she 100% said that. And I'm like. But that is that is genius. I've never heard that before. Right. Yeah. Just, just to mark it. And then what you have to do at the end of the night or when you have time is you got to do what's called burn the ice. Which there's oh, a couple different yeah. ways you can do it. Hopefully you have a sink that's close and. You got to melt all that ice to find the glass, clean that bin. Hopefully it's a smaller bin. God, it's the worst feeling. I'm not even sure you could ever get all of the like little pieces of glass out of an ice bin if it got broken in there, but we don't tell people that. Well, hopefully it goes down the ice drain. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the hope. Yeah. Theoretically, it's, oh yeah, it's just at the bottom, hopefully, but 
I've seen places where I flipped the cold plate before and been like, really? <laughs> it's just the worst. I have a video, actually. I was just filming a friend when he was bartending, one of our, our friends from this podcast. And I was just filming him, and I got him as he broke glass into the ice. And you just, it's the same, it's the it's, worst feeling. because It's the knows. worst, yeah. Uh, pet, pet peeve, the Opa people. Opa. When someone breaks oh, a God, I... Oh, yeah. It's so well, rude. It's very, it's very, it's very clear in those circumstances who hasn't ever worked in a restaurant or bar. I have a friend that does it and like drives me ins- like works with me currently and drives me insane. Like you, you're better, like you're better than this. Yeah. <laughs> or the clapping, clapping, or I don't come to like, uh, we don't come to their jobs and whenever they make a mistake, you know, start clapping <laughs> or saying good job, you know, that's always my thing. Like, come on, man. Like you, Oh, you guys never make a mistake. Getting back to burning the ice real quick, have either have either of you ever worked in the one heaven sent opportunity where there's a sink right next to it and you can attach the little ah oh, that is heaven and I currently have to take a trek. Uh, <laughs> the closest sink to mine is like eight feet. Oh god, that's what pitchers are for. It's the best you can do. Uh, yeah. yep. That's why it doesn't get done till the end of the night, right? P- pickle buckets. We save pickle buckets because you can fill so much water in it. Smart. Uh, I'm going off book here because I always like to ask now, and I think I'm just going to make it a question. Do you have any ghost stories from bars? Weirdly, not the dive bars. So, like, the dive bars are where you expected someone to have died, maybe be in the attic still alive, watching you in a, you know, through a hole. Like, never the dive bars. It was the bigger places. Like, I don't know if it's because of the depth of the room. Like, you know, with the dive bar, unless every single light is off, you can still see in there. They're smaller, you know. Yeah, they're darker, but... Also, your eyes are now acclimated a little more to the darkness. You're used to, like, lights going all night. It's a big open room. You cut the lights off. It's like walking through a horror movie. It's like a dead stage. <laughs> yeah, it's like a theater. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the place I'm talking about specifically, probably, like, it was two stories, but it was open. So you're talking, like, a 30-foot ceiling up there. That's just a lot of echo. The shit I would hear in that place at night, like people, like people whispering, and you're just like walking around, like God, really, like really, yeah. ah, the doors that would open and close in that place, like the newest building I'd ever worked in. I'm pretty sure that was the one built on a like, on a burial ground somewhere. Right, that yeah, you had the poltergeist going. Oh, God. oh. <laughs> you guys got any? Uh, the bar um, I'm currently working at is is definitely haunted. Um, <laughs> just when I do, I, I used to work nights there and when I would do count out on the weekends, there's just a space. And I asked another bartender, I was, and it was actually, we interviewed a bartender from there and she's like, yeah, it's haunted. And all of a sudden our recording device started going weird. Yeah, but then I started crazy. to ask other closing bartenders. Yeah. Carol Ann episode three, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It was way, um, way a long time but, ago. Now I've started asking other people, like, when they count out, because we all kind of feel like there's a ghost, where do you feel the ghost? And we all point to the same spot in the bar. It just feels like we're being watched all of the time. Yeah. But no, if because wanna... I, could, I could tell you the spot in the other bar. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's right. That sounds like something that ghost hunters would say, but it's like an area they congregate. Right. Well, I feel like so a lot of times, I feel like almost all bars, whether new or most of the older stuff, a lot of people come through the bars. A lot of people spend a lot of time at the bars. Like if you die and whether it's in the bar or not, people probably end up going back to those favorite places or that's where their ghost kind of settles. So it's not, I don't know. It doesn't surprise me that like there's so many ghost stories in bars. 
But, and if you want to yeah, hear more ghost stories from bars, I won't take anyone's stories, but we do have a Haunted Bars episode. Uh, two, two of them, actually. A <laughs> from uh, October. So you can go back in our backlog. Yeah. If you could open your own bar, create your own bar, what's your dream bar? Oh, man. It can't be. It can't be the bar uh, from Cocktail. Yeah, it can't be the bar from Cocktail. Okay, well, I'm out then. That's bullshit. <laughs> That's what everyone wants. <laughs> That's the new role. We've, we've had too many too many cocktail bars. Like the one at the end. Bars from cocktail. I would do I would do a pop culture bar. Would like set the video, get the old school video games up, have Star Wars playing on one TV at all times, just on rotation. Like I would do a straight up pop culture bar and just dishes named off of it and do the whole nine. This awesome. is my ready. Mine is a sandwich bar, sandwich and beer bar. Call it Heroes. And it's everything's like a, a like a hero themed. Mine's a mine's a it's a speakeasy. So comic book store in the front, then you have like a little like telephone box or something, and you got to put in the right code, and it opens up into a bar called the Secret Layer or something like that. What is it? What is like? What do they call it in Spider Man and the Avengers? Uh, ba- uh, the bar, bar with, with no, no name. name. I don't know. I, I've lost. I've lost myself. Drink. I, I, I had three shots before we started doing this. So yeah, not vodka this time though. <laughs> Oh, you're going you're vodka to Jameson? To Jameson? Jesus. <laughs> what is your personal favorite drink? And then what is your favorite drink to make at the bar? I mean, favorite drink to make at the bar, obviously, is just a, a two-ingredient drink. But no, you know, favorite drink to make at the bar, honestly, I like making a solid Moscow Mule. And it's one of the few things we have that, like, I can make you a decent one. Hey, can you make me an old fashioned? I mean, I have the ingredients, but I don't I don't have what you're looking for. Can I make you a margarita? Yeah, the best possible margarita I can make with this trash sour mix. And you know, but that's mine where it's like, all right, I have something here and I can I can screw around with it. And like I've even ordered some different ginger beers to kind of like, hey, let's have some fun with it. <sighs> Favorite drink? I will drink a good margarita. Salted rim? No, no salted rim. Jalapeno does spice it up a little for me. Yeah. Yeah. Jalapeno mango, balance it. Spicy, Mm. spicy, sweet. Have you had Tanteo? Um, The Tanteo jalapeno? I have not. It's a good good tequila. uh, Tanteo, if you're listening. I did. uh, (laughs) The last time, like, I tried not to do a bunch of, like, just sugar because heartburn and margaritas are asking for it, but I'll do it on occasion. Uh, You know, it was was downtown. It was Epcot. They had some high-end tequila, you know, in Mex in the Mexico portion. Like, what are you gonna do? Drink a third, <laughs> drink a thir- yeah, drink yeah. a drink a thirty-dollar margarita in Epcot. Have it. happy birthday. We're worth it. I did uh, at uh, at that same area. The uh, they had a mezcal flight that you can do over there. That's I'm all about the smoky smoky tequila. So smoky. Yeah, I go, I, go, I go the other way. Smooth. Yeah, I uh, I'm currently on a I'm on an Anejo kit currently, but usually it was Blanco. But yeah, yeah. I just I found I found something I really liked. John, you and I, if one day we're gonna drink around the world at Epcot, I'm done with that. I'm gonna drink right. smoky scotches though, not tequila. Not at, not at Epcot, you're not. But <laughs> fair. Um, I actually just got invited to on Wednesday a Lafroig event. If anyone's Ooh. free on Wednesday, <laughs> wants to drive to New York City. <laughs> It's working. All right, be there. I just learned this term, so I'm dropping it like I know what it is. Without doxing you, and for those of you who don't know, doxing is when you, like, reveal information about someone online to... Um, Give away their identity. Yeah, which is a term that we learned uh, from a recent interview. But not to dox you, but what are some of the best bars you've ever been to if you've traveled? Hey. 
Hey, Alex, do you know what time it is? What time is it, John? Well, unfortunately, it's time for a good old-fashioned bathroom break, so we'll be right back after these messages from maybe Alex and maybe our sponsor. So here's the deal. I still love Austin Eastsiders, but we haven't been in contact with them for a while. However, I have been talking to my new friend Jim over at Screwball Whiskey. I don't know if you guys have tried Screwball Whiskey, but it is the perfect peanut butter whiskey. Now, Jim doesn't know that I'm making this ad for him right now, but we have been in talks on doing some stuff together, and he does listen to the podcast. This one goes out to you, Jim. Uh, make sure to try some Screwball Whiskey, because it is delightful. Mix it with jelly, put it on your turkey. And we are back. I go to New York a lot. You know, the best thing about New York is just finding the right dive bar for you. I end up in Brooklyn at Buttermilk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a, lo a lot. I actually uh, almost said information. I can't. Actually, I probably could. So, yeah, I got to go to I got to go to one of their weddings. Oh, cool. In a couple. So that's going to that's not going to be a complete shit show. <laughs> bartender wedding. You know. Okay. Yeah, bartender weddings. <laughs> bartender wedding. That's going to be fine. That's usually my end of night. My buddy was working at Soho Room down near, right near Spring, I believe. But he, yeah. he moved. He moved to Florida. And uh, shout out to Mike. He moved to Florida. Soho Room did reopen, though. I got to at least stop in for for memories there. I do the bartender thing. Where are my friends working now? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was I was going to St. Pat's when Brian was working there, but then he had to go get a real job and stop bartending. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to? If you like dive bars, uh, Beauty Bar is one of my favorite bars. I was there last night actually for Pride. Weirdly, never been there. Red Lion. Yeah. Obviously, we we leave we leave Soho Room, and then Mike would just call up and be like, "Hey." These are my friends. Let them in. Be there in a minute. Mm. Nurse Betty's cool. Nurse Betty's great. Tiny, but cool. Tiny as fuck. Now, I remember last time I was there, they were selling, you know, the dude, the dude did a good job upselling. And it was like, hey, everyone, a donation goes for goes for whatever cause. And it was like to do with kids. So me and my buddy just got trashed on this tequila. Every time we were just like, ah, for the children. <laughs> for the children. <laughs> our, our friend Mike actually plays at Red Lion. They have like a standing gig there. His band's called Copy yeah, Copy. The band. Red Lion is Copy Copy. wild. It's yeah, young now. It's I feel old when I walk in Red Lion. It's got a young, it definitely has a younger crowd, yeah. I don't you know, know like, is NYU there? Is that where, the, where they're coming from? It's bleaker. Yeah, so it's like, I mean, yeah, that is, that is, that, yeah. that does make sense. I never thought about that. That is walkable. Yeah. Besides that, like, Again, it's just, it depends where your friends are working yeah. a lot of the time. Oh, uh, I always got to go to Murphy's and check John out. Murphy's? Where's Murphy's? Mur it's Murphy's on uh, 70th Street, 70th and like 2nd. I'm going to say 70 the 1st, somewhere in that area. Okay. On the east side. Murphy's yeah, Wall. It's, it, yeah, and it's uh, that's definitely a stumbler for me. That's always, John always takes good, too good care of me there. Yeah. <laughs> right, that's actually in a dead zone for me, so I'm adding that to my list. There you go. Uh, besides that, man, I really only vacation a couple places like other cities. I just kind of wander around and just like, hey, what cool bars can I find? Mm. I'm in Orlando a lot, but I do the resort thing. So it's just like I like the Velvet Bar at Hard Rock. They've got the tequila I want every year for my birthday, and it's fine. I can do it there, and it's good. You know, it's just one of those things. Cool. Do they have class? Do they have class Azul? Yeah. If you're ever in Universal, go to Big Fire and check out the bourbon selection there. Because if you're going to go drink around the world at Epcot, you might as well admit it's well. you never, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but that's the thing. Besides New York City, I can't really name a lot of, like, favorite bars I have to go to besides that and Universal. 
Do you want to describe what makes a coworker a good person to work with and or what makes a customer a good customor to have at your bar? Dealer's choice. We should just break down the two questions. Yeah. I'm not even going to go with the obvious what makes you a good customer. Tip well. Like someone that literally is patient, that does the eye contact thing without like trying to like overly get your attention. Just like does the thing where they're just looking. And especially when they have their money out, it's like, hey, I'm not going to have to wait for you to pull your wallet out of the back. Like, go do this. Like, you just pay, like patience, patience and some kind of situational awareness that you're not the only person there. Makes a good customer. Are you right. a fan of the old school? I, I've, I love it. The old school just have like 40 bucks on the bar and then you pull from it. I've had some bad experiences with that because, yeah. you know, for me, it's a group, for me, it's a bar I worked at that was in a tourist area for golfers. So you get these group of guys that have been drinking all day and now I'm supposed to rely on five and seven different dudes pulling and thinking about how much money they spent and what they're going to leave me. Yeah. So in, in, in that term, that worries me. The only time I have problems with it is when I, they get food. And then I'm like, well, I have to ring it in anyway, not doing cash. Right. It gets it gets tough. But my regulars are pretty good. It usually, if, if anyone's too drunk, it's just because they, like, put down, like, a lot of money and didn't realize how much they drank. And they always just leave whatever they left. Right. And sometimes they don't realize how much is left. The Angry Bartender, thank you for doing this with us. Uh, hey, I had a good time. Can you please tell us where our listeners can find you? There is the Facebook page. There is the Instagram page. Please check out Dogs in a Bar because I got big, big things coming with that, helping the dogs and the cats, the homeless ones in America. What is the Instagram uh, page? Someone claimed bartender. So I am the angry bartend. When when I got that one in, Instagram had limited the amount of characters you could have. So I couldn't fit it. And at that point, I'm already there. It's what it is and it's over. Try to think what else we got. And then the, the podcast is Angry Cast. Having some uh, issues with our stream right now, but we got a couple episodes up. I got the yesterday's should be dropping today. So, and oh, check out my podcast partner. He's also in Cognito and he is Smoky Sloth on Facebook. Cool. Isn't he a raccoon? Zoom has not created the uh, sloth option yet. The moment the sloth happens, it's going down. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I, I saw the sloth in the back. I, I did a little bit of research ahead of time. So. You're He's not... a trash panda either way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not connected to uh, the angry bartender IE, are you? The European version, the one in Dublin? No, but he, he cutely enough asked me permission for using the logo and everything. Nice. Because nice. I, I, nice. I sort of follow That is all I asked. He's like, hey, can I be the angry bartender Ireland? And like, at this point, I had like a thousand followers. I was like, fucking do, do you. Yeah, well, awesome. whatever, bro. It's just more more branding. What are we doing? What, what's uh, is there a dogs and bars page we should be following? Instagram is dogs and bars, straight up. The Facebook one, I'm having a little issue with getting locked or pulled in. Uh, I had someone that was helping me back in the day and you can't trust people all the time. So mm -hmm. now I'm just kind of running it mostly solo. I'll get the Facebook one going too, but it's going to be a thing. We're just going to have bars. Here. Oh yeah, no, no, we, we, we do not discriminate. Dogs and bars is just a name. It's, it's, we got everything. We got iguanas and uh, I'm, I'm going to do a thing where we're going to do some uh, homeless shelter Feedings, nice. basically. Yeah. I, I found some cool companies to work with with that. So you can find us on Instagram at the Buyback Podcast. Our Facebook page is the Buyback Podcast. Our email is the Buyback Podcast at Gmail. Podcast. Just Gmail. Google the Buyback <laughs> Podcast. Link tree. You'll find us all. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we're gonna go live with you now on your yep. podcast. So if you have enjoyed this, hop over to the Angry Bartender and check out more of us. And you can actually see us, but you'll. 
it's going to be different. It's going to be you. It's, it will be different. <laughs> uh, we got thank this. You. Thank you, thank you, thank you very thank much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Here at the buyback, one of the things we want to do is talk about bar etiquette. So here is our bar rule. Bar rule. I don't know. I'm just fucking around. First off, I need to say something to you. That was the worst bar rule I've ever heard. <laughs> I, I had the thing up to, like, I couldn't get the sound to work, so I had, the, like, the laptop up to my mouth talking. No, but, like, it just and... is a stupid bar rule. Oh, which one? If you come visit Alex and John, they'll give you a buyback. I said they might. That's not even a rule. <laughs> a lot of what we say aren't rules, John. That's not true. <laughs> That was a terrible rule. Like, it, like don't wear the uh, buyback t-shirt to bed. That's a bar rule. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what we get for not recording ahead of time. Hey, Alex. Hey, John. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a rule. What's your bar rule? Uh, this was mentioned in a, a, a recent episode, so are you ready? I think it's something right. that we should, we should talk about. Do not clap. Do not yell, oppa. Do not yell, <laughs> mazel, when a glass breaks in a bar. Why? It's rude. It's fucking rude. <laughs> but we, is it because we don't come to your place of work and start yelling at you when you do a, when you make a mistake? That's what you said. That's that's what you said in the episode, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do you not remember that? <laughs> no, I do. It just that's how I feel about it. And it's a very good way to explain it. We don't yeah. yell at someone when they do something stupid at work. Right. I was or actually, just, you know what? I was actually at a bar. Uh, tonight, and a girl broke a glass, and I felt really bad. And you know what? The entire bar was quiet. It was great. She broke the glass. See, Although, I will first. say this. No one said, like, I was the first one to say, and it was like 30 seconds later. I was like, did you get cut? Are you okay? Like, no one asked if she was okay. Mm-hmm. Or if they could help. Well, you can't go behind probably, the bar and help. Probably wouldn't want to help. Yeah, you can't really help. You can offer help, but we'll never take help from uh, a bartender. We'll never take your help. Yeah. But you know what? She was okay, and no one clapped, and I was actually really happy. It was more of a restaurant, but, like, still. But don't clap. Okay. You're freezing. You're freezing. You're frozen. Say whatever you just said. Wait, hold on. Come back. Are you there? <laughs> yes. Say whatever you just said again. Uh, I don't remember what I said. I said something about, oh, yeah, at a bar, if a glass drops, a plate drops, or anything falls, don't make a sound, or... <laughs> At least ask what the bartenders need. I don't know. You can I, just, just like end just, it. Where I, <laughs> I like how it just turned into a horror movie. Don't make a sound. Shh. All right. There you go. Cool. Don't do that. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed The Buyback, follow us on Twitter at The Buyback, on Instagram at The Buyback Podcast, or email us at thebuybackpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. And if you are a bartender or know a bartender who should be on the podcast, let us know. Please like and subscribe. If you write a review, it will actually help boost us as well. So anything you can do to support us would be awesome. Tell your friends. Remember to be nice and tip your bartenders well, and we'll see you next time. Well, there we go. I just couldn't hear you. Yes. There you go. There's the That's bunny okay. rabbit. <laughs>